Failure is one of those things that a lot of people are afraid of. They spend their whole life trying to avoid. And it's really weird because it's actually the key to all the success. Again, right, here's another fucking cheesy saying for you guys. But again, hopefully you see the truth in it. Um, and, you know, when people like Dwayne Johnson and some of the most successful people say it, I hope you see the truth in it from them as well, because, of course, they have far more credibility too. Um, But failure is a stepping stone to success. I know it's fucking cheesy. I know. I fucking know, man. I know. Look, I used to be one of those guys that used to laugh at all of these sayings. You need to understand. I used to be one of those guys that used to fucking laugh every time someone would say a fucking shitty cheesy saying like this i'll be one of those guys who used to fucking curl up and cringe and laugh and be like wow what fucking cheesy saying fucking <laughs> fucking failure is success is the stepping sense of success what the hell <laughs> well so cheesy man fucking hell chill out but then i began to see the truth right i began to see the truth Like I said in, my, in, in the previous episode, try and avoid the humour for a second. If you, if you can't help it, just try and avoid the humour. Just for a second, listen to it. Go do it. Go apply it. And I swear, when you, when you produce the results, you will not be laughing anymore. And neither will the people around you. And if anything, you might be just like me and you might want to go and spread. Right? Because that's how I was. I was that guy. Right? <clears throat> I was that guy that was laughing at all of these memes. They were actually effectively memes. I was that guy that was laughing at all of them, using humour to cover it all up. And then I thought, let me just put this to action. And then I put it to action, and I start seeing above average results. The humour ended. And do you know what's funny is, all of my friends around me, they never make fun. They were laughing too, but they don't question. They don't question any of this anymore they don't question it they don't question any of my philosophies anymore because they've seen the results and so they don't question it maybe they might laugh you know behind my back and they might laugh amongst themselves between other people but not when it comes to me because they can't they can't I've just shown them this ain't no cheesy saying this is the fucking truth laugh if you want it produces fucking results and like I said, like I'm always going to say, results is all anyone cares about in this world. For the good or the bad. <clears throat> but failure. I really want to talk about failure in this podcast. Right. It's so important. And actually, I'm going to go out there to say this is a huge, huge, huge differentiator between the successful and the unsuccessful. It's a big one. It's a big one. There's a lot, but this one is a, is a big player. This is a big, big, big player, right? A lot of the people who are not, in inverted commas, successful are afraid of failure. They're scared of it, right? And really and truly, this all comes down to... Um, 
people's opinions again. This all comes down to judgment. Everyone's afraid of other people's opinions. You're afraid that people are going to laugh at you. You're afraid that people are going to think you're weird. You're afraid they're going to look strange. You're afraid... You know, no, one, no one wants to fall down and trip over in front of everyone. That is the most embarrassing, the most humiliating thing in the world, right? Have you ever... Think about it. Have you ever been there when you're walking on the streets, right? This has happened to me a lot. When you're walking on the streets and you just buckle... And then that, that feeling of embarrassment, you look around you and like, you might be lucky if no one saw it. And then your mind thinking, God, that was lucky. Um, even though deep down inside, you know, there's probably at least one person that's probably looking out their window or something. But I mean, for the most part, no one really saw it. But then there are other occasions where people do see it. How embarrassed do you feel? How humiliated do you feel in that moment? It's, 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 it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. It's crazy how much we care about other people's opinions. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Now, like I said in my previous episode, this is, it's built into us, you know, we're kind of almost hardwired to. Um, We're not hardwired per se, but I mean, it's a convention. It's a societal convention that's that's been brought onto us since, you know, back in the caveman days, right? It's, It's crazy how much we care about other people's opinions. And... The thing that we fear the most is when other people see us fail. Now, this really is an evolutionary thing, okay? And this actually dates back to caveman days, okay? Because when we go back to those days, back in those caveman days when we all lived in tribes and, you know, there was a leader, there was an alpha male and he was the leader of the tribe and <clears throat> we needed that tribe for our survival, um, whatever our ability to hunt was... As long as we're part of that tribe, and as long as we're playing some kind of role in, in providing for the tribe, um, we'd be safe. Okay? It was an every man for himself kind of environment. We didn't have police. We didn't have you know, courts or justice. It was every man for himself. Right? It really was another tribe could come and kill you sort of thing. And they were not getting put to prison. They'll probably, probably steal your loot. <clears throat> right? Well, I say loot, but... That makes it sound like a game. They'd probably steal, you know, your your resources. They'll steal your food. They'll steal your plants. They'll, whatever you had, they'll steal. They'll take away from you. They probably have to kill you to get to it. But they're doing it for their own survival. It wasn't every man for himself. Okay, and within these tribes, your reputation meant a lot. Like I said, it was literally a matter of life or death. Your reputation was literally a matter of life or death. In those situations, if you were caught by the alpha male or by anyone else in the, in the in the tribe having a bad hunt, if you were caught on a bad hunt, a hunt where you failed, your reputation immediately dropped, and this had effects, right? Of course, everyone would look at you and think you're shit, you're fucking shit. Maybe we shouldn't have you in this tribe. You're fucking shit. Maybe we shouldn't have you in this tribe. And believe me, if you were excommunicated from the, if you were excommunicated from the tribe, your chances of survival without the tribe were very, 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 very slim. You're probably going to get killed. And I'm not just talking about other people, but by maybe a bear or an animal <clears throat> or a person as well. Right? So other people's opinions did matter, right? And so that fear was legitimate. 
It was a legitimate fear. It was literally fight or flight. And to take it even deeper, not only would that potentially happen, but another thing that could have happened, right, or would have happened if, if you were caught failing, right, if you were caught failing in those days, this also affected your reproduction, your reproductive fitness, should we say. If you're a guy, if you're a guy. Um, if you're a girl, it would have been a, bit, it would have been a little bit different. Um, but you could have still failed in, in your role. You know, everyone had their own roles, right? Everyone had their own roles. And if you were just caught failing in your role, then this judgment would have had effects. But if you were a guy and you were caught failing, this had huge effects on your reproductive fitness. Because now the women in the tribe, because your reputation has dropped, you've become far less attractive. Like immediately and the worst part is is you can't turn it around that's it you've been deemed unattractive right you've been deemed unattractive and unfortunately in those days we never really knew as much as we know now about things like muscle growth things like you know getting bigger getting stronger so you can get better at the hunts um, all of that kind of stuff. You know, we didn't know as much. We, we probably knew some stuff, but nowhere near as detailed as today. And so, if if it was something to do with your strength and your physical physique, if that was the reason why your hunt didn't go well as a guy, unfortunately, that was something that you couldn't really change. And so, unfortunately, you, you're probably going to spend the rest of your life with that really harsh reputation and all the women would literally, you would be so unattractive. Like, they just wouldn't, they wouldn't want to reproduce with you. They, they wouldn't, they just wouldn't, they wouldn't want to have sex with you at all. They wouldn't have any sort of a sexual feeling for you. And if that was the reason, then you probably would have to live the rest of your life like that. Which some guys did. And this still happens in the animal kingdom. This still happens in other animals, Right? Women go for the strongest man. When I say strongest, I don't necessarily mean with the biggest physique. Back then it was because the man with the biggest physique was the leader. But yeah, women go for the leader, right? They're they're hardwired to go for the alpha male. Women are hardwired to go for the alpha male. And this happens in other species as well. It's not just human. It's not just human, sorry. This happens in other species to this day. Right, the females are hardwired to go for the alpha male, to go for the leader. And it means that the other males, depending on where they are in this kind of hierarchy, suffer. The ones at the bottom suffer. Because they weren't they, they didn't inherit the genes that they needed to be a leader. Or to at least be, you know, somewhere where they're, you know, a good hunter, somewhere strong. So failure mattered once. It really, 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 really did, right? Failure actually mattered once. It really fucking did, right? It, it, was, it was literally a matter of life or death at one point, right? If you're caught failing. However... It doesn't anymore. But unfortunately, we've carried down 
we've carried down the same thing from <clears throat> from those generations. We've carried down the same thing, right? It's it's all it's all built in from those generations. We've carried it into our generation today. And it's 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 harsh because we need an update. We need an update, but for that to happen we need to evolve. Right? Humans need to we need to evolve into the next into the next thing so we can update ourselves, right? We need we need that update patch. Right? We need we need to update ourselves. Because right now we're not in sync. We're not in sync at all. And this ex- explains why everyone's so afraid of fear. Oh, everyone's so afraid of fear. Everyone's so afraid of failure. Because it once did matter, sure. But it doesn't anymore. But we're still afraid of it the same way. It still sometimes causes that fight or flight response. It still does. It still does. People suffer from things like social anxiety. Approach anxiety. Things like this. And it all comes... And it, those anxieties, you know, quite literally, it's, it's a fight or flight response that's, uh, that's triggered. And it, just, it comes from those generations. Because back then it actually did matter, but now it doesn't. Now it doesn't. Now, if you're caught tripping over now, yeah, one person might laugh. Yeah, maybe six people might laugh. But they don't know who you are. They're never going to see you ever again. More to the point, you'll still be able to, if you're, if you're a guy, I'm assuming, you'll still be able to provide and protect. Either way. You can still bring food on the table. You can still raise a family extremely well. Doesn't affect your reproductive fitness in that sense. Per se. Right, so it's a big thing, failure, and it really just does come from other people's opinions, which, like I said, like I'm going to keep saying, did once matter. But now it doesn't. So let's talk about the now. Right, so now we know where all of this Fear of failures come from. Let's talk about the now. So today's society, we can fail as much as we want without the consequences of well, without the consequences of uh, what you know those generations before would have, would have had to suffer from failing. Now we can we can literally fail an infinite amount. And not suffer from the consequences that our previous generations had to. Craziest fucking shit in the world. So why don't we use this to our advantage? The reason why we're able to do this is because we formed a society. Right? We formed a society, a civilised society. Rather than every man for himself, we've now come together. Right? We've collaborated. Rather than... You know, fighting each other and staying apart and separating. We've now collaborated. We've come together. Right? We've created one big pot that we all put into. And we share this pot out. I mean, that's the idea, right? But we've created a society, right? And we have laws and we have rules. Right? We have rules into play. And those rules are guided by morals. You can't just go around killing people now. If you're caught killing people, you're a murderer and we are going to, well, society will punish you. Society will punish you for that. Justice 
will happen. We have a justice system. We have courts. We have juries. You break the rules, you will be punished. We have society now. Right? We have society. You no longer need to go out and hunt animals down or grow your own plants or grow your own food. You can just go into fucking Sainsbury's or Tesco. Or, you know, just your supermarket, your local fucking supermarket. Someone else has already done the hunting for you. Someone else has already done the growing for you. You no longer need to do that for your survival. You can just fucking sit at home and just pick your nose. And when you're hungry, you can just go to your supermarket, pick something up. And if it's your local supermarket, it might take, what, 20 minutes to do that whole thing? Half an hour, an hour max. Come back. Done. You've got food. That would not have been possible generations ago. It would have taken time. Not an hour, not 20 minutes. Longer, longer, because back then, if you wanted to eat, you had to hunt it or grow it. So we have a society now, man. We have a society where we've all collaborated together. So now it doesn't matter. Failure doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't affect your survival the way it did before. It doesn't. So now let me talk about why failure is a good thing, the positive side to it. So, in order to learn in this world, we need to fail. Right? In order to learn in this world, we need to fail. I'm sure some of you have heard of, you know, this whole trial and error phrase. You've probably heard of it, trial and error. It's a real thing, trial and error. It's a real thing. And it it sounds very basic. And, you know, perhaps you learn it maybe when you're in primary school, when you're young. And you've just heard it every now and then since. But it's a real, real thing, trial and error. You try something, it either go wells, uh, go wells, either goes well and great, or it doesn't. And when it doesn't, and that's what we call a failure, you learn from it. You learn why it doesn't it, and then you try again. And then you make the necessary tweak. And if that still doesn't work, well, then you try again. Making sure you learn from why it failed the previous time. And you're constantly, what you do is you fall into a loop of learning. You fall into a loop of learning. You keep trying and trying and trying. And every time you fail, you're learning and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning. All of those errors, right? That's called trial and error. All of those errors, you're learning from each and every one of those errors. And every time you go at it again, you're making a tweak. You're making a tweak. You're making a tweak. You're making a tweak. And eventually, you're going to try and it's going to go right. You're going to get it right. There's another, another cheesy thing for you guys, but again, so much truth to it. Practice makes perfect. It's a very similar concept. You practice, you practice, you practice, and you practice. And within that practice is a lot of failure. Within that practice is a lot of failure, a lot of knockdowns. A lot of people laughing at you. A lot of humiliation. 
And I'm going to talk about the emotions involved in this in a minute. But there's a lot of failure involved in practicing. But eventually, in time, because you've learned from all of these failures, well, as long as you're learning from the failures and making the tweaks, you get good and you get... I mean, you never really achieve perfection. It's not really a... It's not, it's not possible to achieve perfection, but you get, you get pretty damn close to it. You know, before, before we die in this world, we'll never achieve perfection, but we can get close. Why not strive for perfection? We're never going to get there, but why not try and get as close as we can? It's still going to be good. Failure is important. Now I'm talking about the emotions. So now we know, you know, that the reason why failure is the key to success is because it has all the lessons. That's where all the lessons are. And you need those lessons to get to success. Without those lessons, it wouldn't have happened. Right? But the emotions that you feel when you're failing, it's things like humiliation. Embarrassment, very similar to when you're tripping over on the streets. It's things like that, humiliation, embarrassment, looking weird, you know, feeling weird, feeling like a black sheep, feeling strange. Everyone's going to look down on you for a little bit. Everyone's going to laugh at you. That's the one we hate the most is when everyone laughs at us and, humili- and you feel humiliated because of that. You know, that's, that's the whole buckle thing, right? Everyone's laughing. Every, people, when you're doing this, when you're in your process, when you're, when you're going at your craft and, and you're really putting yourself out there... You will get people that will laugh at you at the start, right? You, you will. I mean, it's not 100% saying that you will. You might not, right? You might not. But expect it to happen, right? Expect it to happen. People will laugh at you. And that's the thing we can't stand as humans. Can't stand it. And I've already gone through the reasons to why we can't stand it, but we can't stand it, man. Can't take it. It's it's so painful. Pain. Can't take it. Humiliation, embarrassment. But I promise, if you can ignore that, if you can if you can just block that out, if you can just ignore other people's opinions, ignore the laughs, right? I know what I'm asking you to do is hard. It's, you know, it's very similar to me asking you, the next time you buckle on the road and everyone watches you trip, just ignore everyone else laughing at you and just keep going. That's exactly what I'm asking you to do. Next time you buckle on the road and everyone around you saw and they're all laughing and some of them may be even pointing, someone may be even fucking recording you, you just fucking keep walking. You just head up as if nothing fucking ha- as if you completely blanked out. The fact that they just saw you trip over and laugh. You just completely blocked it out. Completely just blocked it out. Like. That's what. That's exactly what I'm asking you to do. When it comes to failure. That's what you need to do. We need to. We need to fight. This, this mechanism inside us. That has come down from generations. And the only way to do that. Is to forcefully. Ignore it. Because I've just logically explained to you that we don't live in that kind of world anymore. But we just, we need an update. And unfortunately, you know, we're not going to get the update until we, until we somehow evolve. Or something needs to happen for us to get the update. So it's not going to happen anytime soon. 
So all we can do is just forcefully ignore it. Okay, that's all we can do. Forcefully ignore it. And just keep going. Right? When you fail, learn from the mistake. And that's the next part I want to talk about. And this is the final um, area of this topic that I want to talk about. But when you're failing, you need to learn from your failures. You need to. If you're not learning from your failures, you're a fucking idiot. That's a lesson. That's like missing out on a lesson. Because all that's going to happen is you're going to fall into a loop of failure if you do that. And this happens, and I've seen it happen to people, right? This happens. I've seen it happen to people. It's happened to me, right? When I was young, this used to happen to me, right? When you keep failing, but you're not learning from your failures, you're not learning from your mistakes, you're not learning, you know, how to avoid tripping over, how to avoid... Failing, when you're learning from mistakes, then you're just going to fall into a huge, huge loop of failure. You're going to keep doing it again and again and again, and it's going to keep happening. And then one day you're going to be like, you know, I can't say something, you're going to quit. One day the humiliation is going to just, you know, you can only forcefully ignore it so much, but one day it will just build and build and build and build. And you're just going to be like, what the heck? Like, I'm going nowhere. Like Scott told me to just keep going. And he said, you know, ignore everyone else. I've been doing that for so long, but I keep, it keeps happening again and again and again and again and again. What's going on? What's going on is you're not learning from your failures. That's what's going on. You're not learning from your failures. You need to learn from your failures. It's like feedback. It's data. It's the best feedback you're going to get, in fact. It's the best feedback you're going to get. Is your failures. That is the best feedback. That's data. That's data right there. That's data. Use it. Use it. You need to work smart. That's working smart. Okay, you need to work hard and work smart. So we're just constantly going around, failing all the time, then yeah, sure, you're working hard and, you know, well done. But you're probably going to fall into a loop of failure and never get the result if you're not working smart with it. You need to work smart as well. And working smart means learning from your failures and making the necessary tweaks every single time. Now, to end this episode, I just want to go through some examples of people, really successful people, who have been through huge amounts of failure. Right? If you think that humiliation is really that painful, if you think that humiliation and that pain you feel in the moment defines who you're going to be the rest of your life, let me give you some examples of some of the most successful people that we know today that experienced failure, but without that failure, they wouldn't be the success that they are today. So I recently, um, I was on TikTok and um, I, recently, I recently saw someone talk about a newspaper that they read. 
And it said that Oprah, it said that Oprah was once fired for not being good on TV, for not being good on television. Oprah was fired for not being good on television. Oprah. Not good on television. Can you, can you actually really understand what I'm saying here? Can you believe that? Oprah. If you don't know who Oprah is, that's bizarre, but go Google her right now and don't just look at her creden- uh, credentials, but watch some of her stuff. And then come back to me and tell me if she looks bad on television. If anything, that woman has perfected television. She's so good on television that it's almost as if someone made that up. It would be like going to Dwayne Johnson and saying that he's skinny. I mean, what the hell? It's quite like saying that. Oh, and by the way, Dwayne Johnson wasn't born with all of those muscles. He had to put in the fucking work and effort as well. And he's another guy who's gone through a lot, I mean a lot of failure to be where he is today. Unbelievable, right? She had to go through all that failure in order to get to where she is today. But yes, she once did, yes. She once got humiliated. She once got publicly humiliated. She got fired for not being good on television. How embarrassing and, and, and harsh and sad must that have made her? Try and put yourself in her shoes. If you just got fired, right? So imagine you're doing something you love, <clears throat> right? Whatever it is, music, or, or for me it's music. Um, or for you it might be, I don't know, cooking or... Rock climbing, whatever it is, right? Imagine you're doing what you love, right? You're doing what you love. And then someone comes up to you and takes that away. They say, sorry, you're fired. And you're like, why? Because you're shit. And you're thinking, what? But I'm so passionate. I, I do this every... What? And they're like, yeah. Sorry. It's a conclusion we came to. You're not good. You need to leave. And you're just thinking, that, that embarrassment, that humiliation, that, that sadness, it's so harsh. And you're just thinking, your heart's just been crushed. Like, what? That's what, that's what would have happened to Oprah when she got fired for not being good on television. She had to once go through that. It's hard to believe, I know, because of what we see today. But that's the point, and that's another point, is no matter how hard and tough the process is, once you're there, once you have credibility, once you have results that the world sees, no one sees all the hard shit that you went through. No one one looks at that stuff. Nor do they believe it if they hear it. No one looks at that stuff, man. No one looks at it. Once you're there, everyone just thinks you were born there. Everyone just thinks you got there. Everyone just thinks, you know, you went from zero to 100 in a day. 
Truth is, you didn't. Truth is, you went through pain and hardship and getting fired and all of this kind. And you went through some some serious, serious stuff. By the way, I'm just saying the the fire example because that's what happened to Oprah. I'm not by any means saying that everyone now needs to fucking quit their job tomorrow and fucking make themselves get fired. So I'm not saying that. That was her journey. The whole point of that is to show you that she was on a pathway going to where going towards where she wanted to be, and people brought her. She failed. She failed. But the reason why she is where she is today. The reason why she's one of the greatest people on TV of our generation. The reason why she's one of the greatest people of our generation to be on television. Is because that happened. She obviously evaluated the situation. Rather than just sinking down to rock bottom and just staying there. She thought, fuck this. Let me evaluate the situation and come back at it. And she did. And... Who knows, maybe she experienced another failure and some other failures along the way, but look where she is now. Right? I'll give you another example. Um, in fact, it's the same video that I watched on TikTok. Apparently, um, this person read on the newspaper that Walt Disney was also fired for not having a good imagination. What? Wait, 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 let's repeat that. Let's, let's fucking repeat that. Walt Disney was fired for not having a good imagination. Walt Disney. 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 Fucking Walt Disney. Not a good imagination? Are these guys fucking stupid? Can't believe it, can you? It's unbelievable. You, you wouldn't even believe it. It's, it's so hard to believe because we weren't there with Walt Disney at the time to see it. I'm sure that everyone listening to this Knows exactly what Walt Disney are about. I'm sure everyone knows Disney. Right? I'm sure everyone knows Disney. Again, if you don't, then, then yeah, do Google it. And, and again, watch some of their fucking millions of movies that have all just completely blown through the roof in terms of results. And tell me, do you think, do you think that Walt Disney does not have a good imagination? It's so crazy. It's so crazy to actually even think that. I I can't even, no one can picture it. I can't picture it. I, I just can't. I'm pretty sure every kid in our world right now knows about Disney and watches Disney. I'm sure every child knows about Disney and watches Disney. 
It's unbelievable. But you know what? If that never happened to him, if he never experienced that, that, if he never experienced that pain and that humiliation of someone turning around and saying, you don't have a good imagination, then perhaps the Disney that we know today, perhaps the Walt Disney that we know today wouldn't exist. That pain needed to happen. That failure needed to happen. Very similar to Oprah. It needed to happen. Very similar to Oprah. Rather than just letting it sink deep and just fall into the floor and throwing your cards on the table, no, Walt Disney came back and made the necessary tweaks. Made the necessary tweaks, tweaks, the necessary tweaks that need to be made. And now, Disney is probably the best place if you want to watch something full of imagination. It's probably the best place in the entire world right now for that. It's literally the top of the game. Same to Oprah. These two people are examples of, of successful people that, that are literally winning in their field. They're literally at the top of their field. Above the people that told them that they weren't good, by the way. Not that this is a comparison game, but yeah, just, just sticking that in there. Those failures need to happen. Failure is a stepping stone to success. Do you still think that saying is cheesy? Are you still cringing when I say that? Maybe you are. But when it happens to you, when you do what Oprah did, when you do what Walt Disney did, when you do that and you produce the results as well, you won't be laughing anymore. You won't be laughing anymore. <clears throat> it's crazy. It is crazy. But it's how it all works. Right? Failure is the key. If you can learn to overcome your fear of failure, if you can learn to love to lose, if you can learn to find the discomfort in comfort, if you can just learn to do that, I promise you, as long as you're learning from your mistakes, as long as you're learning from those failures, and all of that is not going to waste, you end up somewhere good. You'll produce some good results. <clears throat> Failure is the key, guys. Failure is the key. <clears throat> Stop being afraid of it. Stop caring what other people think. Stop caring what they think. Other people's opinions doesn't matter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stop caring what other people think about your failure. Those are your lessons. Those are your lessons. <clears throat> That's like someone laughing at someone for sitting in a maths lesson. 
Why would you laugh at someone singing the maths lessons? They're, they're, they're there to educate themselves. <clears throat> they're there to educate themselves. Why would you laugh at them? That's like laughing at someone taking a driving lesson. They're there to educate themselves. Why would you laugh at them? So why would you laugh at someone failing as well? Now, it's a natural thing, right? We, we will do it, and I've already explained the reasons why. But I'm trying to logically show you that It doesn't make sense anymore. So guys, please, stop being afraid of failure. Go towards it. Become its best friend. And I swear, you will achieve success. You will achieve very similar success to Oprah, Walt Disney, Dwayne Johnson, Will Smith, Leonardo DiCaprio, Cristiano Ronaldo, Leonardo Messi. If it's the music world for me, or anyone else doing music, a cheering, the weekend. Guys are dominating the charts. Guys. And girls. By the way, when I say guys, I mean guys collectively, as in, like, everyone. <coughs> I don't mean as in just men. Um, go and do, guys. Go and fail. Go and fail. Go and learn from your failures. Go and produce those results. Stop being afraid. Stop being afraid. It's pointless. It's pointless.